Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com 
Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. Whew, we got one of my favorite people on tonight. Uh, we got Mr. Derek Wida on. Um, if you don't know who Derek Wida is, I highly suggest you looking him up. Uh, not only was he a uh, military badass, but uh, he's a fitness guru and one of the, the, the funniest people I know on this planet. Um, his Instagram and his Facebook is consistently hilarious all day long, and uh, he's an inspiration for a lot of people. Whenever I get a chance to talk to him, be it on Drinking Bros or on Ross Patterson Revolution, I jump at the chance, and uh, he had a free moment. So I grabbed it. I grabbed him for an hour and, uh, and and got to sit down with him and just get weird with him. I did a one-on-one with him on Drinking Bros that was, that was very serious and about his life and his career and everything. And on this one, I was just like, hey, man, I'm just going to call you to see what's going on. I'm just going to spend a, a late night with Derek Wyda and, uh, and see how your life's doing. Sometimes you just want to call your friends. He's one of those people, too, that uh, because we have, you know, the same friends in common, uh, if you will, that I, I feel like I've known him for 20 years, although I haven't. Uh, truthfully, we've only hung out in person maybe a handful of times. And uh, uh, he's just one of those dudes where, you know, when, when I instantly met him, it was just like, ah, fuck, man, I've been best friends with you for a long goddamn time. Uh, he's just an awesome dude, and it's a, it's a really cool interview. And uh, he's just... He's full of life and, and honesty, and and he's raw and emotional, and he's just a great fucking person. Uh, so I, I love to have him whenever I can get him, and I was fortunate enough to get him uh, over the weekend for about an hour. Uh, with that being said, uh, we'll hop right into that interview right after we get to the sponsors. Uh, first and foremost, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Who boss? They, they are, they're my jam. Um, I've been, look, forget that my best friends own the goddamn company. Uh, I've been drinking their, their coffee of the month club, uh, their subscription of the month club for, for probably about a year and a half now. Uh, and I got fortunate that, that they, uh, wanted to come on and, and sponsor the show, but I really do drink that shit. I drink two cups of it every morning. Uh, I love it. They're caffeinated as fuck and they're just black are my jams. Um, one of my, one of my other beef fries, uh, Burt Koontz. He's got uh, some smoke hammer there um, from Bison Union. Bison Union's got uh, some coffee with them. And uh, these guys are just always doing awesome shit. And I'm a big fan. I wear their apparel all the time. Uh, some of the best in the biz. And uh, I'm just, I, I cannot say enough nice things about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. And the shit just ships to your house. Same date every month. You don't have to do shit. The K-Cups uh, are about $4 cheaper uh, than they are at uh, at a Costco, and they got bags, bags of coffee. Uh, Sam's Club is gone for a lot of people, so if Sam's Club is gone in your area, just get your coffee from BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the one-time promo code of REVOLUTION for 20% off, and I would use it on the coffee club. That is my, that's my best advice to you. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce, that's my that's my side chick. That's my afternoon drank. Uh right around the, the one or two area is when daddy crashes. And I gotta I gotta I gotta raise my spirits back up with a little strike force energy. Uh strike force energy comes in four delicious flavors: original, lemon, orange, and make America grape again. The grape's my my fave, by the way. I can pour that shit into everything. 
Um, and it goes great with mixed drinks, uh, by the way. They don't tell you that, but they should. Uh, go, it goes great with vodka. You can get rid of Red Bull, Kickstart, Monster, all that shit. Uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. They also have a subscription of the month club. And uh, uh, I get it. I get it. I get their whole shit. I get the 750 milliliter bottles too, man. I got fucking two of those goddamn things in my house. Uh, that just rests on your, your bar top or countertop. You can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and motherfucking go. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we've got straightrazors.com. Straightrazors.com has been my, my day one homie. Uh, them and Strike Force, dude, have been have been with me for the long haul since uh, since episode one. We're on, we're deep in like the one eighties right now, which is fucking insane. We've only been on for uh, just over a year now. Uh, I, I think we just had like a year anniversary, and uh, we're not slowing down anytime soon. Neither is StraightRazors.com. They've got the finest shaving products in the biz. If you're looking for a nice gift to get. To a bro or a dad or a, a fucking cousin or a brother, get them, get them this, get them a, a fucking straight razors kit. They've got uh, the finest shaving products in the bit. They've also got the fucking uh, the best aftershave in the world. I use their Smolder every day. Smolder's my jam. Um, that's also my jam as far as cologne goes too, because they have Smolder cologne there. And uh, I use their shit every day. Like all these products I actually use. Uh, so go to straightrazors.com, support the show. Just try a bottle of their aftershave. Let me know how you feel about it. Uh, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off at straightrazors.com. Last but not least, we've got the Caillou app. That's K-A-Y-U. Uh, Caillou app is out. You can just download that shit for free now. iPhone, Android, uh, burner phone. I, I don't know if you're selling drugs. Uh, I don't know what you're doing with your goddamn phone, but you can download the Caillou app, and uh, it's kind of a cross between uh, you know traveling, uh, vacations, fucking hookups, uh, everything. It's uh, look with the death of Facebook, everybody's looking out for new social media apps, and uh, this this is one to do it. Uh, try it. Look, it's it's free. Um, tell me if you like it. Fucking download the app and uh, and find people who are like you in your area who want to either fucking hang out, go split the cost on vacations, uh, go to a fucking gun range, do whatever you want. Um, but fucking the rain on it, you can do whatever you want on Caillou. And uh, I look, I've already gotten somebody who hit me up on on Ross Patterson Revolution uh, podcast uh, Instagram and just said, dude. I've been banging this girl from Fort Bragg, and it's been amazing. I met her on Caillou, and uh, fuck, you're, you're welcome to do anything, any or all of that. Um, I've had a few drinks tonight, so we should buckle up tonight, kids. Um, <laughs> uh, go to Caillou app, download it, and uh, tell me what you think about it. Uh, it's a brand new app out there for social media extravaganzas. Uh, without further ado, here is my conversation with the lovely and talented Derek Wyda. Yeah, there he is. Fair warning, I've been drinking since three, so. Hey, uh, fair warning, I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that's what I do now. I don't work out so much as I drink alcohol in the day. So yeah, look, I mean, I, I I'm I'm on I don't know glass three of of whatever this is um, <laughs> of this this magic fuck shack we we call vodka. <laughs> Dude, I can't drink vodka anymore. Really? Yeah, man. I, like you know, you, you have a drink when you were in high school that you drink so much you just had too many bad experiences. It's like me and vodka and Bacardi. Yeah, I, I, I would I would say mine would be uh, Soco. Soco, like Southern Comfort for me was uh, that that's the fucking death knell where I just couldn't take it anymore. I don't like the smell of it. I can't jack off with it anymore. Because uh, <laughs> what I used to do was uh, I used to I used to have the dog uh, just breathe on my balls, pour a little Soco on my cock, and uh, go to work. I mean, just absolutely. That's a good puppy. Here, boy. Here, boy. That's a good boy. I would yeah. I would take my my grandfather's old uh, helmet that he used to wear in the steel mills, and uh, that's not even a thing, but. Uh, <laughs> The steel factories, and um, I would wear that, and I would just go to work. A, a double hand, intertwined finger, two hand basket weave. <laughs> Here's what I love, Derek. Is we did we did a show uh, together that was super serious, and you you were like, dude, I was not expecting that. Um, if you're expecting that tonight, it's not going to happen because I've had I'm some drinks. Not, yeah. No, no. I, I've had some drinks. Uh, I want I want you to buckle up, um, or get rebuckled, and um, <laughs> and, and we're just going to do a weird one tonight. Like we're just going to do a weird one tonight. Before we came on, I was telling the audience, I was I was like, you know, the fucked up thing about Derek is I've only met you I think once or twice in my life, but you're one of those people that. Like I've talked to a bunch on the phone and, and, and everything like that. I feel like I've known you for like 30 years for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I forget how much I share about me and how much people know about me, you know, like, uh, yeah, but you're, you're also one of those people in real life that it's like, Oh fuck, you are that dude. Like the, the, the facade of like social media isn't uh that's not lost upon you like you don't <laughs> you don't have that like you're, you're the same dude i'm i'm the same dude i think um yeah and, and and i'm one of those people too where it's like like all i don't have very many close friends but the ones that i do have like if they murdered somebody like like flipping it um if, yeah. if they murdered somebody i wouldn't say shit i'm i would just assume they had a good reason for it yeah um, like I, I wouldn't ask unless it was something super fucked up, you know, where it's just like, oh, hey, they killed like a, you know, or if they're your really good friends, you're just going to be like, oh, dude, you shouldn't have done that. But I'm going to do my part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, man, I'm just going to I'm going to lay low for a little bit. You probably should too. probably get a new cell phone number. Then hit me up then. You know, like once you get rid of that <laughs> other phone. Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me and uh, me and Stacy at the house here, we watch a lot of like investigative discovery and forensic files and stuff. And one of these days, I want to like, I want to shoot a video of her. And I'm gonna be like, "How would you kill me and get away with it?" You know, it's Where funny, it? dude. It's hilarious you ask that. So I I, I do this show with Jesse uh, Ross Patterson Revolution, and um, I, I she watches all that shit too. So I asked her, I was like, hey, "How would you kill me? How would you get away with it?" Um, and she laid out a very specific plan. She's got. She's already got her alibi for your death. Uh, oh, dude! Like, 
so here's here's what she said, and you tell me if this matches up with with your wife. Um, Jesse says you need to start if if you know you want to kill somebody, in particular significant other that you're married to, you need to start like four or five years in advance. Buy like the like tarp once in cash at Home Depot. Um, buy you know rope, hammer, shovel, all of that shit, gloves, all of it. But buy it separately over the years. You know, don't make it. You can't make it a big bulk purchase all at once because then everybody knows you're going to murder somebody. You know where this won't work? Women don't have that kind of patience. <laughs> That's what I told her. Um, <laughs> whereas I, I do. Like I, I sit on things for a long time where I'm like, oh man, um, like I'm, I'm like, like there's a lawsuit I'm involved in now. And like, these people have no idea they're getting sued. Um, because I'm crafting the perfect lawsuit and it takes like four months. You can't just go into these things like willy nilly, you know, or else the case is going to get shut down. So I've been working on this for four months and it gets filed like, I don't know, two or three weeks or whatever it is. And, um, but I've been, I've just been waiting on this probably for like five months and these fuckers don't even know, like they have no idea what's about to come. Um, and they don't listen to the show, so I don't really give a shit, but <laughs> <laughs> But it's like a it, it's a long process, and you're like, all right, cool. Like you have to realize in a in a murder or like it like to fuck somebody up like long term, you've got to realize that patience is the name of the game. And uh, yeah, I told Jesse, I don't think she has the patience for it. Yeah, no, no. Stacy, Stacy wouldn't get away with my murder. Just calling it now. If I wind up dead, Stacy did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think women can't. Whereas men, I think can because I, I think the other thing about men is you can trust your friends. Where women will be on like a group thread text of like eight other women, and uh, <laughs> somebody's gonna fucking buckle, and it's gonna be over something dumb. Where it's like, oh my god, you see that guy, that husband on Real Housewives of of wherever the fuck it is. Like, I would have killed him just like you killed fucking Derek. That's you know that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's sexist dude you it's 2018 you can't fucking you can't say that you can't compare men and women anymore uh, you, you, you can't do anything these days yeah, dude I'm, I'm, I'm here i'm here to inform you so yeah you can't you can't do anything these days are you throwing a beaver dip in dude yeah well that's that's what i do like remember our last podcast where I was just yeah the whole time <laughs> so, so you ask me a question it's just a long pause it's like <clears throat> <laughs> the, the, the reason i ask is um my new book comes out this summer and i just just for you i put in that this prostitute throws in a beaver dip after after sucking this dude's dick and uh and then i put like a like a footnote at the bottom of the page explaining to the audience what a beaver dip is and i want you to know when this book comes out i think it comes out it comes out uh, either late july or early august um when you see that or hear that phrase, that that's from that night of like, I never laugh so hard after after that fucking beaver dip. It's such a specific person who does that. <laughs> you know what? Like, I've never read any of your books or seen any of your movies. And it's not and like it's only because I'm lazy, you know? Sure, um, sure. And I feel like dude, I love you, man. And I think you're 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 one of two of my favorite people to follow on social media because you're just always funny. And, and like, I feel like, I feel like I owe it to myself to finally like read your books and watch your movies. Uh, all right. And, so, so if you haven't seen anything and you just follow my social media, I'll give you the movie to start with. 
Um, and it's not it's not range fifteen. It's not what you're thinking. Um, go go find a movie called Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury on. You can rent it on like Amazon or iTunes for like you know three bucks or whatever the fuck it is now. Um, it came out maybe five. No shit, six years ago now. Um, came out six years ago, and it's the most politically incorrect, like racist against all races movie. Um, I'm in blackface. <laughs> Dude, of course you are. I'm in blackface at one point, but well, because this this in the movie, uh, this black actor dies, so like I have to play him. Um, I, I mean, every stereotype you could imagine, where it's like like Danny Trejo's, uh, uh, Danny Trejo's in it. It's it's about. I'll give you the the premise, and then you tell me if this is your type of movie. It's about a, a white guy who comes back from Vietnam and is fed up that all of the Mexicans have taken over the pool cleaning jobs in Los Angeles. <laughs> so he goes on a killing spree to kill all the Mexicans to bring back the pool cleaning jobs to white people. Dude, dude it's perfect. You De- know, like, I'm dead you know, serious. You know what my struggle has been lately? Um, you have to find a good medium to express your hatred. You know, like that's that's a like doing a movie like what you just explained is a great way to just get it out you know to like make fun of people like you can't every like the 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 common person will take to facebook or twitter to make fun of people but it's annoying and so you have to find the right medium and so that's why i think i'm gonna get into stand-up comedy you know so i can finally say the things i want to say but not in an annoying way you should man like (laughs) It's like you you only have two options, like or maybe a couple options, like do a movie, do stand up comedy, or write a book, or something like that. You know. Well, here's the difference. Like uh, with a movie, you still have to get people on board, and there was enough people that were offended by that movie, just the script, that they wouldn't do it. <laughs> they wouldn't. Do, I'm, I'm I'm dead serious. They wouldn't do it, and like I. You play every character yourself, you know, like, fuck you guys. I don't care. That's kind of what it came down to. So like when you see the movie, I, I think I play like eight or nine different characters <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not kidding. And Like if you can count how many times I'm in the movie, it's really, really fucking funny. And that's all part of it. Like that's all part of how fucked up the movie is. Um, but like, yeah, there's a, there's an eight year old kid doing cocaine in one scene. Um, or I'm sorry, he's like 12, I think, but, uh, that, that, that's all part of it where it's like, all right, cool with, with the, with the movie aspect, you still need other people to get on board with your idea with stand up and books. You don't cause you have, yeah, just, yeah you can just walk in and do stand up or, or write a book. Um, like this, th- this new book that's coming out, they were super against this. Uh, there was a chapter where my, the character I, I, I play, uh, has sex with Harriet Tubman. <laughs> just, just uh, above or underground yeah 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 exactly above ground and uh, <laughs> so not only did i lead off with that chapter in this book because that was supposed to be in the last book um i, I it's me and harriet tubman on the cover and i'm sure there's going to be a, mel- a meltdown about it but i don't care like i'm tired of like non-pc shit and and to your point, like I've I've thought about getting back into stand up just because that that really is almost the only outlet you have left these days. Dude, you pulled the Vegas joke in Las Vegas, and I thought that that was I I was in uh, I was in the military, 
that might have been the bravest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I was standing there like, oh, I was I was Instagramming it like hashtag hero, you know? Because <laughs> that's what comedy is, you know? It's just like poking you where it hurts. Like, oh, shit, that wound's festering, huh? Probably shouldn't stick my fucking fingers in it, but you do. So. Yeah, it's funny, man. Uh, like, cause like Evan, before I got on stage, Evan was like, "Hey, man, what what are you gonna do to like, you know, for the warm up or whatever?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll probably lead off with a Stephen Paddock joke." And he was like, "Oh, very funny, man." <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm." And then literally, I'm <laughs> yeah. on stage like two seconds later. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they finally, by the way, they finally dropped that uh, footage today of that motherfucker loading his guns into the uh, into the room. Oh really? I, I I thought it was me personally. Like I I thought it was a setup or something. Something fucked up was was going on. I don't know why they waited this long to release that footage, but I finally saw it and I was like, "All right, cool." He had like twenty six bags. Like I get it. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it's people try to people try to explain irrational acts with rationale. You know, like we don't understand. We don't understand what makes a person want to do that. And so we fucking like, oh, there's got to be more involved or something like that. But, you know, uh, um, I was living here and I remember I woke up and uh, Stacy and I were driving around that night because we had to um, she had to get 100 percent accountability because she's still in the Air Force and some people weren't answering their phones. So we had to go make sure they're OK and stuff like that. And honestly, like I wasn't shocked or anything like that. I was just I was just. I was cool, calm and collected. And I was like, you know what? Honestly, I, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often because it's so fucking easy. But people don't understand it, you know, and it's like, yeah, so I, I, there was there was one like uh, at sporting events. Like, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more at sporting events as well. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, just simply for the fact of like the security isn't that great where, you know, like you look at a golf tournament on TV there's a and I've been to him in person. There's just a rope that separates the crowd and the players, and it's there's no. I mean, there's nothing to stop you from running out. There was a guy at the the Phoenix golf tournament uh, that waste management thing. He was buck naked and and he was break dancing for eight minutes, eight minutes straight. <laughs> no one stopped him. He was on the green, like I mean, really going for it. And there's video of it on YouTube if you want to pull it, but uh, no one stopped him. And I was just like, man, if that guy had a gun on him, like he he, he could have just iced like thirty people. Not yeah, that I'm encouraging so, that, obviously, but so and and that's a funny thing, you know, because like it is so easy to accomplish a mass accomplish a mass shooting or fucking kill someone or do like these horrible things. But there's 320 million people in America, and you know, 319, 900, and whatever the fuck, like we don't do it, you know? And so, but like on social media, when bad things happen, everybody's like, the world is going to shit. It's like, well, actually it's like one out of 320 million. So we're all right. You know, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but people like, but, but we, 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 we think the world is going to shit and stuff when, you know, if, but if you, I don't know. I have a weird understanding of things. <laughs> no, I look, I, I get it. Cause you, if you look at it just purely as a numbers game, you're right. There's 320 million people. Um, yeah. and you know, everybody freaks out of like, uh, like mental health or we should pay more attention to it. How, how do you, how do you watch 320 million people? Like other right. people have to be accountable for their friends and family or you're, yeah. or you're fucked. Like more shit like this is going to happen. 
Um, mm-hmm. Because if not, there's no way to police that many fucking people, man. Yeah. And dude, like, so I, I actually like recently I, I deleted Facebook for like almost two weeks and I came back on and it was right back to, to school shootings. I was like, fuck, what is this? Like 2015, <laughs> you know, but um, personal, uh, let me ask you this personal or fan page. Both. Really? So, well, so, ac- well, so actually, um, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Stacy, my wife was in, she went to St. Louis without me for five days. And that was a gutsy call. Cause like leaving me home alone for five days, just me being who I am. And I've been in a kind of a weird place for the last three months. Um, so for those five days, I was here home alone with no social media. I deleted everything and I shut all the shades and I just stayed here in a dark house for five days and I came out alive. <laughs> so wow that's, uh, that's pretty good for me and did like I, I wrote music i wrote songs i did some paintings and stuff like that but um but uh but but i come back i came back onto facebook and i was like fuck this is a miserable place <laughs> you know because <laughs> like, um i just threw a hammer in. yeah you <laughs> did you just threw a fucking <laughs> beaver dip in dude i was waiting i was waiting for that fucking beaver dip no but it's She's I, there now yeah, I'll 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 talk I'll talk you through that dip. Uh, two shows ago, uh, the episode was titled "Would You Delete Your Facebook?" Um, and we had a big uh, debate about it. And it's funny, like I I don't see you on Facebook very often, um, or most of my friends. And I think it's because of the algorithm. Um, whatever the fuck, horrible it, dude. That's, oh, it's terrible. You know? I don't see my real friends on there. Um, I see. I and, and not that everybody that I'm friends with isn't my real friend, because I don't want to say that. But I'm saying, like, I, I'll see, like, you know, news articles or postings that friends of friends have shared. And I'm like, why the fuck am I seeing that? Like, I'm not friends with that person. Yeah. Um, but but I do follow you on Instagram. And you're, you're still in my Instagram algorithm somehow. Um, so I get to see all your shit. Somehow, I don't want, I don't want you to be there, but you're fucking there. So. No, no, no. I, I'm amped you there. You're, you're one of my favorite people on social media. You're endlessly entertaining to me. So like, um, so it's great. So I, I haven't noticed that you weren't on Facebook, but, but I also, know, I also know that you have like a gajillion followers on Facebook, right? Yeah. Like I have three quarter of a million followers on Facebook. Shit. And you but, just shut that down. Did Facebook like contact you and say, Hey, are you okay, bro? Or no, well, like I'm still not verified on any platform. Nobody gives a shit about me. So <laughs> you're kidding. <laughs> no, dude, nobody gives a shit about me. I don't know what you got to do to be important in their world. But, um, but, uh, uh, it, like, <sighs> No, and 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 I'm not on face. I'm active on Instagram, and I think, I think it's because like the the Facebook is just a fucking sad, sorry place nowadays. You know, it's 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 it, it, and people like and share things that make them mad. And and I was just thinking about this earlier today, and and or or the other day or something. And you know, when when it comes to so here's Facebook. When it comes to politics, we always blame the politicians that there's Republicans and Democrats and they're fucking they're polarized. You know, we blame them for being polarized. Well, they're not. We're the problem. We're polarized. And that's what Facebook is. It's just this machine that continues to separate people into little fucking groups, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. And, and 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 that's the the algorithm. The algorithm now is like, let me 
you know, like, like the things that I like and like the things that I hate. And so that's the only two things you ever fucking see. And, and so actually, so when I got back on Facebook, I got, I got on my personal account because I was like, fuck, these are like, I mean, you know, some of these people are my family and friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I live in, I live in Las Vegas with just my wife and I don't keep in contact with my family and friends and they don't know what's going on in my life. And I want to use my Facebook to just share things with them, you know, but even on my personal account, I have like 47,000 followers or something like that. Shit. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know, man. Like, and it, and it's my fault because, you know, in, in 2015 or 16, I was like, all right, I want to be internet famous. And then I got pseudo internet famous. And then I met my wife now. And I was like, Oh, that's not good living. (laughs) And, 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 and I realized I didn't want to be famous or known or something like that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Internet famous is fun when you're single where it's just like, Oh shit, dude. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Man, I I can get my dick sucked by 32 different people. And like, it's like Baskin Robbins up in this motherfucker. Like, I don't need Tinder. Have you seen my Instagram following? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But it's one of those things where like, and I made the same point to Jesse where you're right. you, You have friends and family on there. And like, I, I enjoy seeing their kids, uh, what they're doing throughout the day, all that shit. It's just, it's so buried down my algorithm that I, I, I don't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I fear if I delete it, cause I, I said, I probably couldn't delete it. I could delete it, you know, cause I don't need it anymore. Business wise. I don't think I could delete it, but, uh, what I would miss most about it is seeing, you know, family and friends that I don't get to talk to as much, um, you yeah. know, kind of at least seeing a part of their daily life or, you know, again, even though my algorithm is is dead for them for some reason, uh, I can at least type in their name and be like, all right, rad, here's how that person's doing today. And I can see their life and all of that shit and at least what what they've done and then scroll through it like a like a fucking serial killer, you know, for like the last 12 months. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, man, I and fuck, man, I, I feel like. I feel like a slave to my social media right now because like on the one hand it like not Instagram so much. Like I like Instagram because I don't think it's like, because you know, you know why Instagram is better than Facebook because people can't share things. You know? Yeah. They can't share and they can't post articles. So like, yeah, I don't have to read their stupid fucking yeah, shit. It's the, it's the angry people on Facebook. They're like, uh, share, share. Everybody needs to know my fucking point of view even though we're living in one year and in 4.8 billion years of this earth, you know, right. We got it all figured out. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In a hundred years, people are going to look back at us and be like, those guys were fucking idiots. But yet yet we still got, you know, a hand, you know, too many people walk around. Like they think they know things, you know, but, um, uh, and, but, 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 uh, what I was saying is like, I feel like, a so like, that's where, I make my money. That's where I set up my businesses on social media. Yeah, you know? Same, same. And so it's like, so how the fuck do you throw away? So I'm, I'm constantly at a war with myself between my integrity and paying my rent, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. It, Cause you know, for me, it's the same way where it's like, dude, we, the, the podcasts go up there, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the fucking, uh, the books, the movies, uh, all of that shit and you you know you want to get people to go out and, and either listen to you or watch you or, or buy your stuff 
And without without that that platform, um, you're you're kind of fucked. Where it's like, shit. Yeah. Uh, what do we? Because you know, you could hire an old school publicist. Like I, I had this conversation with a with a big actor friend of mine who was debating about whether or not to get a publicist. And uh, and I was like, man, I, I don't know necessarily that you need it anymore because who's going out and buying that magazine off the shelf versus right. reading that article online? Like. Mm-hmm. You know, I fuck. I haven't bought a magazine in I don't know, <laughs> like the last long flight I had, where I was like, "Oh, sweet, I'm out of fucking, Zan- I'm out of Xanax." You know, like, <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> Holy shit, they sell curves in the airport, softcore porn. <laughs> oh boy, do you ever see somebody like I? I've never seen somebody grab a, a fucking porn at the airport. They still sell them, by the way. Do they? Oh yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, and they're still in like the shrink wrap, like the, uh, you know, they're all, they're all wrapped up where you're like, oh man, I just, dude, for the life of me, I just want to see one person in my, in my lifetime. And I fly a lot. Like I am always fucking traveling. Um, I just want to see one person just sit down comfortably in a middle seat and coach and just fucking bust out, uh, you know, a recently purchased porn, rip the plastic off of it in front of all the other passengers and just really dive into some beaver. Like not not a fucking Playboy, but like what's the hardcore one where they show like mm-hmm. penetration? Is it penthouse or hustler? You gotta be you gotta you gotta sit next to somebody in a cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's your only hope now. <laughs> Have you seen somebody bust that out? Uh no. No. <laughs> but, I had the way you were going with it. I was like, for sure, he's seen somebody oh, do this. No. Like, oh, you're gonna find somebody with a cowboy hat. I was like, oh, that's happened to him. All right, cool. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just thinking. I was like, the only way this is going down, a, an old man in a cowboy hat, because like a dude with nothing to lose, he doesn't care about anything, you know. So that's 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 how that played out in my head. Sorry, was the, <laughs> yeah. There was a, a by the way, dude, to to fucking you know go back to the the opening uh my a buddy of mine almost got thrown off a flight for he was watching pool boy on his laptop and fell asleep and there's like a f- a 5 minute scene of like super gratuitous nudity um in a row and the this the flight attendants woke him up and they were like sir you've got to shut your laptop or we're going to have to get you out of here dead serious Oh, Christians! Yeah, so he he was he was watching that movie and that because there's a full there's a full on scene where like like I interrupted and was like, well, so, sorry, the studio said they would only release this this movie if I showed more gratuitous nudity, and yeah. so there's five minutes of tits and I hired like a like a fake porn star the whole fucking thing and uh, yeah, he almost got chucked off that flight. I wonder if you could open up a, a hustler and see what's going on there. <laughs> It, it, you know, you know, like, so, you know, what has been on my brain for the last month. And so every, every, like that story you tell me, so, uh, Stacy and I have been doing IVF and trying to have a kid and all, a lot of things I think about these days are like, how am I going to raise a kid in this world? You know? And so what, what you were just saying, the story, I was like, at what age, if I have a son, at what age can I show him porn? <laughs> you know, <laughs> be like, uh, this is okay. Yeah, you know, like, sex, you know, sex is okay. Holy shit! Like, you know, the way I was raised, and you know me, I'm kind of a weird dude, but I was raised to be a fucking proper boy. <laughs> you know, like something went wrong. I don't know where. 
it maybe it was in my brain but like I was raised to be a, a a proper a proper kid like I grew up in the church I grew up with like high demands of school and stuff like that and it turned out the way I was and I didn't learn the I didn't learn the truth about the way the world spins until I was like 22 after I got shot I spent like the next two years just reading books you know and I, I learned the truth about the world and I was like what the fuck and so I was this is like the, the story you're telling and like people's adversity to nudity and sex yeah. and swearing and all this shit is like fuck what am I gonna do as a dad? <laughs> I, I, I I actually have that answer for you. Um, I have a son, and I was the same way. Like you and I have the same mm-hmm. thought process, where you're like, "Oh, dude, I, I bet you like at ten, <laughs> yeah. I I, get, I bet you at ten, I could show him like a, a standing up reverse, you know, sixty nine, <laughs> and he'd be cool with it, and like he'd understand it, I'd understand it, we'd have a nice a nice laugh, and then go get some boiled peanuts. Um, you know, <laughs> off the side of the road and, uh, you know, maybe skip some stones across a pond. Uh, what happens is, is this, and like, I was excited when I saw that you and your wife were trying to have a baby. Cause it, it, for me, at least, uh, it, it totally changes your life. Um, in, in a great positive way, but all the things that you thought you would have done or, or known beforehand end up not being true because you see how like innocent and amazing these children are. That you're like, oh fuck, man, I I can't be the one to corrupt him. Like I I can't I can't have that on my shoulders. Um, but if if his friends or somebody else does it, fine. I just can't do it because he's like the nicest, sweetest child in the world. And I think <laughs> I think the same thing will happen with you. And I had this conversation with Evan Hafer as well, where he, he and and this was this is no lie. He said I didn't know if I could truly love humans anymore. And then I had children and I realized uh, that, that I could. And, uh, I, and I think you'll be the same way because I was the same way too, where I was just like, all right, great. I, I love this person more than anything. And it's, uh, I, I, think you'll, I think you'll be a great dad, man. I really do. We'll see. <laughs> like, I, um, dude, it's, it's like consuming everything right now, you know, just even the thought of it. So, yeah, it's. Yeah. Crazy. When do you guys find out if you, uh, like, cause I, I don't know that process very well. If, hold on. Have you ever had somebody pee on your podcast? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. You can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, Derek, you got a beat, you got a beaver dip in. Um, <laughs> you're pissing live on air. You're hopping around on like it's Easter Sunday. Uh, we're yeah. good to go. Uh, but when, when do you find out by the way? So actually, um, so we've been doing the IVF thing. And so for like eight days, I had to give Stacy these shots of hormones. And then last Saturday we did the egg retrieval. And then we found out Sunday that seven eggs fertilized and then they grow them to day five. So today actually right now is day five. So tomorrow morning we find out how many grew to day five. And I guess that's like the next big milestone for us. And then in two weeks or so, we find out like the, the results of the genetic testing to see if um, any, any, any of the eggs have a genetic abnormality. Right. And then it's a, it's a weird process, man. <laughs> so, wow. so here's a, so here's a thing. So like Saturday we did the egg retrieval and up through the process, 
my uh stacy she's kind of the worrier of us two and i'm just kind of you know like i've been shot in the leg and cut my leg off leg off and i'm like eh, whatever you know right but um pretty nonchalant and positive and then sunday this past sunday it hit me that like fuck man this might not be successful you know and we're just like doing this ivf thing or like hell yeah like i want to be a i want to be a parent i want to be a dad i want to like have a kid and then but it sort of hit me on sunday that it might and it was just like a crushing thing sucked you know because we just sit here and wait with no updates while the eggs grow and i just feel helpless so it's so 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 tomorrow you'll find out did they give you like a timetable of of hey you're yeah we can do this and you guys will have a baby well, so even so, tomorrow we find out how many eggs grew to day five, and then in two weeks we find out um, how many are good to go genetics wise, and then we implant the eggs, and then it has to stick to her uterus wall. So there's like a lot of maybes and what ifs and shit involved in this process, you know. Yeah, I, I only know what I've seen from the movies, and uh, you know, you see it in the movies, and everybody's going through it, neither happy or disappointed. And uh, following you on Instagram and, and you guys' process, um, I, I didn't know. Fuck, man. I mean, it's it, it looks it, it it is not fun at all, right? <laughs> you know, in, so here's here's what I've learned. Um, it's a funny thing. So, and we're guilty of it because last year we were trying all year to have kids and we were unsuccessful, you know? And so, um, I've learned that like infertility is the one thing nobody talks about. And like, you know, me, you see my social media. I talk about fucking everything. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I didn't talk about it once last year. Even I was guilty of it. And like, there was a lot of times where I wanted to say things, but I didn't because I didn't know if Stacy wanted me to say things, you know, it's, it's really, it's like, nobody's talking about it. And then we, we, we talk about it. We bring it up. We're like, Hey guys, we're doing IVF. And then they just, people come out of the woodwork and we're like, and they're like, Oh yeah, fuck us too. And things like that, you know? And yeah, it, and it, it is really common. Um, but it, it it's one of those things where it, it still feels kind of taboo to talk about it. And I think, you guys sharing it on social media was awesome because I'm sure there's a, a million people who can relate and in, in, in your situation. That's what we've learned. You know? like, yeah. It's, it's like, shit, we didn't even know. We were just like talking. And, and now, now I actually feel bad for not talking last year, but you know, um, yeah. And, and, and only recently have I learned like how common infertility is, how common miscarriages are. Dude, it seems like fucking, every everybody i know now has had a miscarriage once or something like that you know and and so last year every month that went by and we weren't pregnant was pretty devastating to stacy and as time went on it was devastating to me as well and the thing is is all you ever hear about is when people are pregnant you know you don't hear about when people aren't pregnant and so when you're when you're when you're trying to have a kid and you're not you're not getting pregnant you just feel like you're on your own and you look around and everybody's having babies and shit like that. And it's just this horrible fucking experience. Like 
it's been a trip, man. <laughs> you know? I, I bet, man, because it's, uh, you know, Jesse and I are trying to have another child and there's, there's, uh, there's a bunch of apps and everything of like, I don't know if you guys did that as well, where it's like, Oh, oh yeah. she'll, oh, yeah. you'll be fertile for these, you know, four and a half days and it starts at yeah. 11 PM. And, uh, you she bet- comes in the room and she's like, Hey, I'm ovulating. And you're like, fuck, I just had like 19 tacos and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) man, tonight, tonight was my wheelchair porn night and I just, (laughs) man, I've already came twice. I did not know this was going to interfere. So so you're, you're, you're tracking her app to know when you can and cannot watch porn. So yeah. <laughs> Once that four days is up, you're like, oh my, God, it's it's freedom. You're li- you're you're letting go a little blankie yeah. out of your hand, like like the gu- the guillotine's coming down. <laughs> Dude, like, oh god damn it, I gotta have sex with my wife. Yeah, <laughs> man, shit, I gotta, I gotta. You mean I gotta give up X videos, son of a bitch? Yeah. So it's just been a, it's been a different thing, man. It's been a, it's been a a new kind of fucking pain and anxiety in my life as if I fucking need more. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, um, uh, we stay hopeful and I know that some way or another, like we're going to have a kid and all this, everything that we've felt for the last year and a half, we'll forget that day, you know? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, as soon as you find out, it, it it'll be amazing. Um, have you guys yeah. talked about what whether or not a boy or a girl? Well, so that's that's another thing. Like with these eggs, like when they come back, um, the genetic testing they also test the gender, so we can pick. Like if if we have like say we have ah, like eggs, a CRISPR baby, boys, yeah, two are boys and two are girls. So initially, we were on the. So when we do the, the, when we implant the eggs, we're going to go for two right off the bat. If we have them, you know, twins. Well, you know, there's, there's no guarantee, like putting two eggs in just increases your chances of one catching, but Ah. that's why there's, you know, like a 30% higher chance of you having twins. And so initially we were on the two boy train, but now Stacy's on the boy girl train. So there might be a scenario where we put a boy and a girl egg in and the boy doesn't catch and the girl does. And then I'm the fucking father of a 15 year old sexually active daughter. Oh and boy. I won't know what to do, <laughs> yeah. man. I had a conversation at a, I was at a barbecue for the NCAA tournament last weekend. <laughs> and, uh, my, 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 a friend of mine, um, his daughter is, uh, she is that age now. She's 14 turning 15. Um, attractive, all that shit. And, uh, uh, and the, the, his wife leaned over to me and she goes, yeah, can't wait for her to start boffing dudes in about an hour. And I was just like, oh no, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's, it's, and, and, ah, oh, man, it's a weird thing. Cause you know, it's, uh, and people tell me they're like, oh no, like girls are fine, blah, blah, blah. But here's, here's, here's how it plays out in my head. If you have a 15 year old boy. And he bangs his 24-year-old female teacher under the table. You're going to be like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, nice job. Like, I'm not really mad at you. You're grounded, but I'm not mad at you. But if you have a 15-year-old girl that bangs her 24-year-old male teacher, that's when we go back to our first conversation about getting away with murder. You know? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's such a fucked up thing. And like, I, uh, you know, having another child, because our, our first one's a boy and, and we're, you know, again, we're trying to have another one. And, you know, friends of mine are asking, they're like, oh, do you want a girl this time? Wouldn't that be nice? And I was like, no, no, I don't think it would. Um, no. <laughs> gonna go ahead and take a flyer on that if I can. Um, and just, you know, never wonder or think about that again the rest of my life. Um, it's not, not that girls aren't amazing because they are. And like, you know, obviously my wife's an amazing person and all that shit. But like. I think the karma of somebody like you or I like coming back, if we had a girl would just be so severe where it's just like, Oh man, there they are in Pornhub, you know? <laughs> and then we like, because we know how marketing and branding works, we're like, all right, I guess I'll help you build your fucking porn. Oh you know? my like, God. <laughs> I'll help you monetize your porn on Pornhub. Yeah. Like, well, if you're going to get stuffed with dicks, here's how to make a buck. Oh God. And it's just, and it's, it's something horrific too, where it's just, you know, like, uh, Oh, Hey, like helping migrant workers cross the border, you know? And it's like 15 on one. <laughs> Because your mind will go to the worst places where it's just like, oh, my God, she's got strawberries all over her. You know, like, uh, you know, it's just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I think about this every day now. It's like, shit, if I do end up having a daughter, like, I owe her an apology for everything I said before she was conceived. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, how crazy would that be? Oh, man, I, I can't. I, look, I, there's no controlling it on my end, but. uh uh, on yours, I would I would have a second thought about that. What is Stacy? <laughs> what does your wife want? What does she want to do? Um, like we're going we're going boy girl. I, oh, you guys are doing it. So that's that that's what the final verdict is. Well, you know how it goes. Like, yeah, her her verdict is the final verdict. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. But I'm a good husband. I shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah man that's uh that's gonna be wild well I, I i'm interested to watch this whole process play out and i hope you keep making videos about it because again like there's a lot of a, a lot of people who are going through this and i think you could help a lot of people and you know what man like i feel that like in my soul like i've always i don't know in in, in things i've done on the internet it's it's always kind of been drawn to um, making people feel good. And I didn't even know that this was such a common thing, like infertility. And then now we learn so much and it's like, fuck, I want to make people who feel like, I always want to make people who feel like shit feel good, you know? And so, yeah, like I want us to talk about it more and kind of share our story of last year because we didn't say it just to make people who feel like shit feel good. Cause feeling like shit sucks. So. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. And like, you know, as much as I joke about how fucked up these movies are that I make, like the end goal is to make people laugh at the end of the day and forget about whatever, the, you know, hardships or fucked up things right. that are going through throughout the day. And it's like, all right, great for 90 minutes. If I can take that away um, Nate, I, and just make I'm you right laugh. And, 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 um, uh, I think about that a lot, like with, with the way my social, like my Instagram has gone over the years, like I started social media to make a buck and then, but in, as time went on, like now I absolutely feel like I just want to make people smile and laugh and, you know, like if I can make somebody laugh, that's, that's, that means more to me than making a dollar or something like that. And 
Um, and, and, uh, it's, it's something I think about a lot lately because business isn't like, I, I think people think with where I'm at in the world, they think I'm like a millionaire and I don't have financial problems and stuff like that, but we're not rich people because I choose it to, instead of getting rich, just to make people fucking laugh. You know? Yeah. Let me ask you why, why is that? I've never asked you that before because like everybody else who is big on social media usually finds like, you know, a t-shirt company or some way to monetize it. Uh, you, I, you don't really push shit is what I noticed. You just make cool shit, but you don't, you're not, you're never pushing anything. Whereas like, I'll dude, I'll just jam my book down somebody's face like a million times. Um, just because I want them to laugh, like laugh, you know, um, but, but you don't really do that. <laughs> it's a, it's an internal battle thing, man. Like I don't, I have a really bad relationship with money. First off, I'll say that. Like, I, I think, I think money, I don't, I, I have an unhealthy relationship with money, you know, like I fucking hate it. And so, and, but so, but also like it's an internal battle because I'm, I'm smart. And I know how to manipulate people and I could be famous and rich tomorrow if I want to, but that would like, but that it would make me feel bad about myself. I would hate myself because I was lying to people. So like people, people in my position, I've kind of deduced it to this. Like if you want to be making money on social media, all you got to do is manipulate people you don't like into buying things they don't need, you know, like, <laughs> and that's, that's really it's really fucking easy to do you know like manipulating people you don't like into buying things they don't need and um i just don't want to get to that point no I, I i hear you like i at least my friends companies like the my close friends who, who sell shit like like black rifle i fucking drink yeah. i drink that shit every goddamn day mm -hmm. um and that's mm -hmm. real like uh i i've i was like and this is no lie before they were a sponsor of my show I was already a member of their coffee club and like I paid for it, even though they're my best friends. Like, yeah, I, I paid so actually I need to get on the coffee club because we buy it like and so like I'm I'm friends with those guys, too. But, you know, we buy it when we want it. And I need to get on the um, the Black Rifle, the the monthly coffee club because um, it's easier. Like I, for, for me personally, but, I hated I just hated going to Costco and buying those fucking huge boxes. Uh, once yeah, a month and and the coffee was shitty and I didn't really care. And I was like, all right, sweet. Who am I supporting with Krispy Kreme or, or whatever the fuck right. it was? Yeah. Like, yeah. um, and, and for me, coffee is almost coffee, but at this point, like I love those guys so much that it, my coffee tastes better because I feel closer to them. Same. You know? Yeah. Same. <laughs> it's, I, weird. it's weird, dude. You it, know? It, it's like, not like you, you realize you're helping somebody and it's just like, all right, cool. But I, I do like their coffee better than the rest of the fucking bullshit I was drinking. But, uh, um, but at least with those guys, like I, I dig their shit. There's, you know, there is friends of mine who were selling shit that I'm just yeah. like, yeah, what the fuck, bro? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's it's cool watching and even like I, I've grown and changed over the years and it's cool watching them grow and change over the years. Like now those guys are like business people, you know? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. They yeah. used to be like fucking fuck offs on the internet, which was awesome. But now they're oh dude, like highly respectable business people. It's so cool to watch your friends succeed. Yes. You know? like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and, and by the way, like as an example, like of, of people like you follow on the internet who sell like bullshit, like I look at like Logan Paul, right? And I followed him because um, 
I, I was super late to social media and uh, a publicist was like, hey, here's a couple people you should follow and, and see why they have a gajillion followers and all that shit. And so I did. And like he has this like apparel brand that's it's a parrot. Um, it's like Maverick is the name of his his parrot. And it's like the the apparel looks like shit. Um, the, the logo looks fucking shitty. And you're just like, all right, cool. That is the perfect example of. Yeah, you're selling somebody shitty things that they don't need. Like that—that's one of them. Whereas you know, like Black Rifle's rad. You know, uh, like I'm amped about having that coffee every single goddamn day. Yeah, man, and and um, my yes, um, uh, my business has changed over the years too. Like I started my social media selling T-shirts like everybody else, you know, but now everybody's fucking doing it, and I don't want to be associated with people just selling shirts all the fucking time you know like it's too easy to sell apparel on the internet well actually it's not easy but <laughs> yeah it look but, it, it, but, it it is a harder gig than people realize like and i hear it all the time it's just i guess i guess the better way to say it is like it feels empty because i feel like i'm just one of many you know and so um the last dude i've paid my rent the last couple months selling paintings and that's been fucking fulfilling man yeah man i we, we talked about this on the last show i fucking loved your paintings but they were sold out on your website like within like two or three days i feel like the fir- the first batch sold out in an hour but i think that was kind of like it was could be because the first time i did it in la da and then just recently i did my i did another print but this time we printed more and i printed a hundred and we sold like 80 in in a day no you know, way and so, um, yeah, it was like, but it's crazy. I never, like, I don't think highly of myself, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, but your paintings are dope, dude. Like I, I, I tried to buy one. It was fucking sold out and I, I signed up and, uh, it's, cause you can sign up and get an email when the, when the new batch comes out. Uh, well, so we, so like the way I do, well, like, first off, thank you, man. Like, I appreciate that you like my paint. <laughs> that makes me feel really good about myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hate me and everything I do. But, um, you know, like, uh, I only do, um, just limited, like one time runs of everything, you know? And so actually just the other day I went and I have three paintings that are going to go up. Um, and two of them, I'm only doing 25 of 25 of, but one of them, I'm just leaving open forever. Cause I think it's, I think it's really good <laughs> or relatable. You know, it's called eternal dibs. It's like a couple dancing in the background of a universe it's like you're just together forever it's like a love fucking thing i don't know but uh, the point is like i really like painting and i don't know it's just a different way to make a book you know but in not a shitty way i don't know yeah let me ask you do you do you follow other artists or, or other painters and see what they're doing well i've started following like lately um, I've started following a couple artists, but like biggest thing I've started following is like other musicians, you know, like, cause I've been doing the music thing now for, um, the last three months I've been writing my own music and, and you've been, you, you started playing piano, right? Yeah. I took up the piano <laughs> at the ripe old age of fucking 31. Perfect. You know how hard it is to learn how to read fucking music. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, dude. That's my my kryptonite. Like it might as well be in Braille. I can't. I mm-hmm. cannot read sheet music. Nothing. Like I can hear something, and I'm like, all right, cool. I have no musical skills though to to even attempt to start playing piano. 
the you know what the problem is i learned man is like the music like sheet music was written by this genius fucking dude there's this dude like some like before christ era and he figured out how big the earth was way back when and he was only off by like 300 fucking feet or 300 miles or something like that because he triangulated where the sun was and two cities on the earth so this guy is way too smart to be writing fucking music you know (laughs) yeah yeah so um but uh so but i've been learning and learning it anyways and um it's been a lot of fun it's been a new thing are you gonna Um, are you gonna put some music out on itunes and stuff like that yeah, man. Like, so, um, I, I spent, you know, it's like my whole life I've been playing music and I just never had the, I, I'm not a confident person. I've never, I never had the confidence to say like, I can write my own songs, you know? And then finally in, in November last year, I won a, I won my big competition. And I said, going into that competition, when I was done, I was going to take time and do music. And I was fucking scared, dude, <laughs> you know, like, um, uh, but I, but I finally did it. I shut myself in my house for like two months and I sat down and did nothing but play the guitar. And I ended up writing like eight songs. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, I, dude. I, I, I know, I know you've sold, I, yeah, I know you've been in a band in the past and sold music in the past. I, I just wondered if, if, uh, like what I meant by you, you selling music on iTunes, was it going to be like the stuff that you've learned on the piano or is it guitar based? What's, uh, what, what can we expect out of you? No, it's just, it's just, so it's, it's just guitar. It's just acoustic guitar, but then it, um, it's going to be it, like, so I think with this album, I think nobody really expects much of me on the music side. And then when they hear it, I think a lot of people are going to be like, wait, what the fuck? This is actually kind of good you know yeah 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 (laughs) um yeah like what what the fuck is going on so um it's just a lot it's i don't know man i i really i have some joke songs like some funny songs where i'm just talking shit and making fun of people but i'm not putting them on this album like this album is strictly like it's gonna be a heavy emotional hitter honestly (laughs) you know like there's there's some like musical pieces and then just like and then songs with lyrics that are it's just my soul man (laughs) dude dude, i'm amped i I can tell you this if you end up having kids and i hope you do um fuck nothing will make you more emotional than that too dude there's a song i wrote about becoming like like my fears of becoming a father, you know, and it's my favorite song on the album, but it's also like the most difficult song to fucking play. Um, but, uh, it's, it's my favorite song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's, but it's, you know, you know, it's funny, you know, like I've done a lot of like admirable things and stuff like that. You know, what's fucking hard writing lyrics, dude. (laughs) like meaningful ones because jo- joke yeah, I mean, joke ones are pretty easy where it's you know yeah, that's that's yeah all day but like real meaningful lyrics where you like really fucking go deep inside yourself and i and i kind of hit a roadblock and i was feeling bad about myself and stuff like that and then i i was like got lucky and um because of jared and and caitlin i got to hang out with danny from asking alexandria and you know, like as the night went on and we were drinking, I was like, dude, like you're a great lyricist. Like, how do you write lyrics? 
And he told me, he told me, he says, writing lyrics is like open heart surgery. Just fucking, you know, like, just go for it. And I came home and I fucking wrote for like two or three days or something like that. And I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where when you're writing meaningful emotional stuff and look i've done mm-hmm. this very rarely um I, I wrote a movie about uh dying of cancer once and it was that was probably you're, you're right like that's when you're doing emotional shit it's like one of the most difficult things there is to do and i think it's because you're exposing yourself and you're you're kind of you're finally vulnerable whereas you and i joke around about shit like all the time and then it's like oh man now we're kind of vulnerable what's yeah. people gonna think of this um and you and you open yourself up to the world and like it like i was just i was just talking to a friend the other day and it's like you know people can like i have this reputation for like derek doesn't care what anybody thinks and blah 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 well like that's not true like in fitness i don't care what people tell me to do or things like that but when you put something out there like like that kind of art and you you like expose your soul it's a big world somebody's gonna shit on it and when they do it fucking hurts (laughs) (laughs) you're like shit (laughs) like they're just like attacking the fucking depth of you you know it's really weird i don't know yeah and, and again it's something that people can relate to so like i think you'll be pleasantly surprised with when you put out this album of how many people hit you up and say hey man i i fucking related to what you were saying i do yeah well we'll we'll find out and i and i hope dude like honestly i hope i hope it goes good for me because you know like one of the coolest things about the last couple months for me is um getting into music um it's I wouldn't like I don't want to say it's brought me closer to my wife, but it's brought us close in a different way. You know, like it's been really cool. Like I'll play the piano and she'll sing a song or I'll sit there and write a song and she'll sit nearby and kind of critique me and tell me what to do and things like that. And it's just oh, it's been really good for me and us. It's been cool. That's awesome. it's not as sexy. It's not as sexy as me fucking just lifting weights to heavy metal music, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> you got to think about the business end. <laughs> like, fuck. You still got to slang them weights, son. Yeah, you still yeah. got to slang them weights. Um, well, listen, man, I love you to death. I appreciate you coming on tonight. I know you got to get to the airport. Who are you picking up tonight in Vegas? Actually, um, so... One of Stacy's coworkers is coming home from a deployment, and so it's customary for them to greet them at the airport. And so I'm going along with. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Look at look at you yeah. guys still still doing good, still doing yeah. good. I know, I know. I I forget sometimes. I'm like, oh fuck, like we're not terrible people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I sit here with my thoughts all day, and I'm just like. Ugh. I'm bad. Yeah, you know? you, uh, yeah. You look at like a uh, like a pile of mud, and you're wondering how far you yeah. could stuff it up someone's ass and watch them re-shit it out. You know, and you're just like, oh god. But once in a while, you do something <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> once in a while, there's one good D that makes you not a fucking horrible person. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I do that too. Where I'll, I'll give like a 12 pack of Bud Light to a homeless person, and then feel great about myself for for an hour. You know, I'm like, man. I fucking did it today. I changed their life. Um. I did. Yeah. 
then like tonight is going to be one, my one good deed of 2018 and I'm going to take the rest of the year. Yep. Off. Yep. Just going to go ahead and kick them feet up, dude. Going to pull, pull the recliner back a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but you have an awesome night. Tell, tell Stacy I said hello and, uh, dude, appreciate being on buddy. Yeah, will do, man. I, I love you, man. I, it's always good to talk to you. You're a cool dude. I like you a lot. Same here, Thank man. You. Same here. Thanks, dude. You're yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Bye, buddy.